0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. TalkSport.
1: Powered by fans. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which...
0: the Talksport fan network is proudly supported by mcdelivery bringing you the food you love mcdelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door no matter the result you'll always be winning with mcdelivery so the only thing left to say is you in order now on the mcdonald's app you can also get reward points delivered too so the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome one and all to the Back of the Nest
2: preview podcast. We're back in your ears for another season and I've got the gang together. It's Albert and Hesketh. Albert, all the way from Corfu. Hello, you are right. Yeah, we've um made you turn your air con off because it was whooshing in the background.
3: Yeah, I was I was gonna say I'm 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 coming live from like the hot you know, hottest apartment in Corfu. And I don't mean that from like a uh, marketing it's the hottest <laughs> it's literally the hottest fucking apartment in Corfu. So, so I'm gonna
4: be wait, Wayne Lineker's man. not sat behind you then no. I
3: don't think he's got I don't think he's got stakes in Corfu, Lineker.
2: <sighs> no shame. But so you st- Choose to sit there in a 1970s Crystal Palace shirt, yeah. Cool. This not... the
3: best, first preview part of the season, at least I'm, <laughs> we won't talk about the shirt you're wearing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I it's true, I am sitting here in an AC Milan shirt, true. And Heskey, wow. you are here too. Hello, I am, I'm not wearing a football shirt, yes. And uh, unlike Albert, you could be bothered to turn up to um, my birthday barbecue on the weekend, Okay, do you were an amazing grill
4: master. I was told, under no circumstances was I to go up and offer to help because I'd be chased away with tongs. <laughs> so I just sat and ate. Good stuff.
2: That's how I like it. Um, so what's been up? What's been going on? Albert, you've been out there all but well, basically from the back end of last season, so you're you're almost free. Yeah.
3: What did I did I did I miss the last two or three preview parts? Months. No, no, thank you. The last two or three preview pods of last season because i was I was in Athens and now I'm in Corfu and i come I come home on friday yeah. uh but unfortunately, I land at Heathrow I think about twenty minutes before kickoff, so I won't yeah. see the game
2: Oh the Elizabeth line can't save you yet i never know you might you might have you might have been able to make the second half with that
3: no unfortunately not um and it turns out there's quite a few uh, looking on twitter today there's quite a few palace fans in corfu that you know if i'd have been here for another day i could have gone and watched the game with but alas never
2: mind yeah but that was i saw those tweets and one of them's walshy you don't want to drink of him mate no (laughs) (laughs) i'm only kidding um before we go any further and because you're probably roasting we should drink some beer um but logging into the interface there's no jingle because there isn't one and my beer this week is courtesy of Sam Hesketh. Lovely, you bought this for me <laughs> to the barbecue. I did, and I do have about forty gallons of beer left in my house. So, um, well, what, from um, the bar, from the birthday barbecue, from the birthday barbecue.
4: Like I said to you, the the offie near where I live um, just has a bunch of you know weird beer or whatever. And my thought process was literally, would I buy this beer for myself? If the answer was no, I just bought it for Terence.
2: As you can so see, it's, it's a Pallona, which I have a Pallona Stein glass here. You didn't get me enough because it doesn't fill it up. <laughs> I'm on a budget, mate. <laughs> um, have you got anything, Albert, to call you down? Please tell me it's like an FS or something.
3: FS? I'm not in Turkey, bruv.
2: <laughs> well, of course, the equivalent.
3: I've got one. I've got any self-respecting brit in the greek region of the world has got and i've got a fucking can of mythos stick that in your pipe and smoke it
2: excellent i'm I'm wondering if that is rated over two on untapped i don't know what would you rate it albert
3: uh well when you get eight of them for two euros 50 i rate them quite highly
2: <laughs> 10 out of 10 <laughs> and the rest of the world or at least the untapped internet rate oh three so that's not bad out of what? Out of five, that's pretty good. Okay, fucking nerds. like usually those ones are like down in the dregs of like one point eight or one point nine. So that's because
3: all the fucking all the pasty beer nerds have never even stepped outside of fucking <laughs> the UK. <laughs> they just think they have given it a three because it sounds exotic.
2: <laughs> it does. Um, Hesketh, where's your Equis? My doskies is n- not on the table
4: actually we we went me and uh, vanessa went to a mexican restaurant in balham after the montpellier game and i was very excited to see chipotle. that they served dosa keys chipotle it wasn't chipotle i'll, be, I'll actually big up the restaurant it's called 1910 and it's great you should go oh. uh, and my wife's mexican and she liked it but they served dosa ques and i was very excited
2: but currently i'm drinking fizzy water uh, 19, so 1910 is going to be the third formation date that we're going to claim later this season <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna go on, It's gonna go okay. on the, it's black, the evil sash kit.
3: We've slotted back in quite nicely. You two giving me shit. peskis on the fucking fizzy water.
2: Yeah, you know, and
3: there I was. And he's holding up that post-it note that we don't like to talk about. And uh, and there I was, worried we'd all be a bit rusty.
2: Well, nothing's changed. Never. Well, some things have changed. I just when I went to get the beer out the fridge. Um. A bottle of mayonnaise dropped out and smashed all over the floor. Uh, like, literally, there's mayonnaise all over my kitchen floor. The missus is away, so it's going to get cleaned up after.
3: When you say bottle, you mean a glass bottle? No, and-
2: a plastic one, and it cracked and splashed. Yeah. Who uh, was the footballer
3: uh, I- salad I- cream onto their foot and then not go to the World Cup?
4: Was it? It wasn't Robert Green, was it?
3: <laughs>
2: no, he had salad cream on his gloves when he was playing USA, and it slipped through his hands.
3: He's not cultured enough for salad cream.
2: <laughs> uh, it would rhyme with his name. There's puns in there somewhere. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, we're going to start off as we always do. Or not, as we listened to last year's pod before this, trying to work out where it was. But we're going to do our predictions for the year. And this season... We're going to do league position, top scorer, most assists, player of the season, and a number of clean sheets. We've also asked this on Twitter earlier, so we'll also talk about some of yours. Um, Heskif, we're going to start with you. Where are we going to finish in the league? Uh, I think I've gone too, I'm, I'm too positive
4: already. It's not positive at all. Um, I think we're going to finish. Ele- I think we're going to finish That's eleventh.
3: Positive for you?
4: <laughs> so d- I can say eleventh. I said fourteenth last year. So eleventh this year
2: is a a boost. How do we finish eleventh when we lose every game? <sighs> this is where you <laughs> found the flaw in my plan. <laughs> it's like Wolves last season, like somehow finished ninth but seemed to lose every week.
4: Lose everything. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so eleventh. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, good. You were you were close last season, you were only a couple off. So, Albert,
3: uh I've gone I've gone for
2: ninth. Ooh, top half. Top top, half. top 10 according yeah. to my map. <laughs> <laughs> mine is I don't know whether I th- believe this is going to happen this season or next season, but I th- well,
3: sorry, sorry, I just sorry. We are talking about this season.
2: So. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying I might be a season too early with this prediction, but I'm saying seventh. I think there's madness. I think there's there's scope this season. I think West Ham can't be as good. Chelsea are going to be shit. Leicester are falling by the wayside. I reckon there's room up I there this year. Think Chelsea
3: be shit just out of interest.
2: Why do I think who will be shit? Chelsea. You think Chelsea because I think they're just on one of their mental spirals at the moment. Uh, as a friend of the pod, Carl said he'll think Tuchel will be gone uh, very quickly um, in his outrageous prediction, and I can't I can't disagree with him. I just think he doesn't really want to be there anymore. The players don't want to be there. <laughs> just they can't sign anyone. Barcelona's stealing everyone from him. But there you go. Mm, so we've got eleventh, ninth, and seventh there. Top goal scorer, Albert. You can start us off. Uh, well, I think without
3: retracing really my steps, I think for the last like twenty six years, I've said Zaha. Uh, uh, maybe with the odd, the odd Benteco more for me. Uh, <laughs> so this the, this year, I've gone, I've gone for uh, Edouard with thirteen
2: but lucky to play 13 games I reckon I'm gonna go zaha 16. I've gone similar
4: wealth I
2: think I say wolf every year uh I've gone 15 goals mm. yeah I actually feel like I might be on the low side there the way I think get... he's gonna yeah I hope you're both,
3: I hope you're both um right and wrong
2: in yeah. some respect I mean his 16 is obviously optimistic. It would be most he's ever got in a season. But just in pre-season, the way the Corre and Eze have been managing to get him on the ball, just with one marker as opposed to three men around him. And it's starting to tell with goals. And obviously the opposition's been crap. But that, that some, right boot from 20 yards is on absolute fire. I was
4: going to say some really good finishes. Like He's just so confident on that sort of little check inside and then smash it. Mm. He's he's definitely going to do well this year.
3: Yeah, well, there's a few of them at the end of last season, wasn't there? So, mm-hmm.
2: mm. yeah, okay. Most assists. I'll start us off with this one. Uh, Eze with nine. Hesketh. Um,
4: it's a toss up between Ebs and Elise. Eight. It won't be me. Um, I, I I'll go for Eze because I think he's. Probably going to play more than Elise. Uh So I'll say Eze with eight.
2: I've gone Zaha with eight. Oh, bloody hell. Oh, well, you haven't in top scorer. Okay. Mm. Player of the season, Albert.
3: Hold on. Where was that? I think, was that in the notes?
2: <laughs> I don't know. You can have a think about it. Heskiff, go. Well, same as every year. Easy. Uh, I'll go... Uh, I'm, I'm ebbs, ebbs. for me. I'm
3: gonna go Mark
2: Yay, he Yeah, yeah. All good shouts. All would obviously be up there or in and around. And apparently, we did a number of clean sheets last season, so we're doing that this season as well. Uh, last year, we kept was it eleven? Did you say eleven? I think yeah, in the league. Pretty... Did I predict eleven? No, Who, we don't remember. No one knows.
3: Well, that, can, that's, that might well be a yes then,
2: isn't it? <laughs> uh, so what are you doing this year? 11 again?
3: Uh, uh, 10.
2: I'll go with 12. I've got a rain in the positivity here. I'm going to say nine. Nine. All right. And then all that leaves is our outrageous prediction of the season. So, a little bit of a flavour of last season. Heskiff, you went for at least, to win the AFCON.
4: Yeah, I thought he was going to declare for a Nigeria and win AFCON. We had an AFCON winner. Albert tells me that it doesn't count. I think it counts. I think that's half a
2: point. <laughs> but Albert? Albert's not having it. What was yours? Can you remember? What was mine? Yeah. Uh, was it
3: Connor Wickham to start a game? <laughs> oh my God, it might have been. You've definitely said that. I think you did. I think, the game. I think it was just to appear on the pitch.
2: did he go to Sheffield Wednesday, start a game, and get injured within 12 minutes? Was it Sheffield Wednesday or Preston or yeah, something like Preston, that? Preston, yeah. Mm. I can't remember my you... name. <laughs> did you see the Preston fans being held back by the police from Wigan fans on the weekend? proper Gavin, <laughs> yeah. bald-headed guy red in the face trying to give it to the copper who just absolutely cracks him across the knee with a with a baton baton um, very funny you should look out for it and yeah mine last season was just to keep a plus goal difference which I think has been for the last three seasons so you throw enough shit at a wall it'll stick eventually <laughs> You've so, got to pick something else now. <laughs> yeah, I do, which I haven't thought about, so I'll do it as we go round. So, Albert, you can go first. What, for outrageous prediction? Mm. Mm-hmm. My outrageous prediction is uh, our
3: last three fixtures, which, if you don't know, are Bournemouth at home, Fulham away, and Forest at home will confirm survival or relegation for those three teams.
2: Okay. Yeah, we could have. Can, there was there was a point of that at the back end of last season where we could have, we could have relegated all three team, three teams at one point. We only confirmed Watford in the end, didn't we? Yeah. And we could have put we could have put Everton in big big trouble, oh, but um, through that would one have been away. nice. Yeah, indeed. Um, well, we wouldn't have hated them if we did because they probably wouldn't have invaded the pitch and chased our players around with flares and whatnot. Mm-hmm. True.
3: Okay. That's uh, of old-fashioned trousers.
2: (laughs) Uh, Hesketh, go. Uh, It's
4: Palace adjacent. I've said that Tao's going to win Coventry's Player of the Year this year.
2: Okay, so one game in, he didn't even make the squad. Exactly, that's how outrageous it is. It's not even in a team. (laughs)
3: You've You've really taken it to the extreme.
2: <laughs> Good start, and for me, it's uh Albert to stalk Mark Bright for the entire Marathon March, and then vomit on him in a pub at the end.
3: Hey, hey, I've not <laughs> even signed up yet, so that yeah, that, makes, that only makes it more outrageous. <laughs> so you're, right, you're right. Yeah,
2: no. So I think it was a couple of times. A couple of other people said this as well, but. In keeping with my predictions, as as A to make the World Cup squad, is my outrageous prediction.
3: No, oh, that'd, that'd be play, good. Yeah,
2: mm, Yeah. I mean, signs towards the back end of the season that he was starting to get back up to the level that he was at before. And in preseason, we've seen some outrageous stuff, some incredible flicks here and there, goals. Um, H- Hesk, if you went to Montpellier on the weekend, how was it? It was good. It was good. The first half was especially good. I mean, Montpellier
4: were not great, um, but I really enjoyed it. I did I did the cardinal sin of logging on to the BBS and seeing someone say, after the game, if we play like that in the league, we're going to get smashed, mm. which is quite a fun thing to read after you've been 4-0 up after 48 minutes or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was really good fun. We looked very good going forward. All the players you wanted to look good, like Wilf as a, Edouard as a nine, Decore, eh? they all looked great. So, obviously a much more difficult task on Friday, but good to see the players that you want to be kicking the season off strongly doing so in pre-season. Mm.
2: And there's been a bit of a trend, though, of when we, <laughs> we ring the changes, we're 4-0 up and then all of a sudden it's 4-2 or 4-3. Um some crazy games in the english the english pre-seasons Albert or were you just because you're in corfu and athens just paying attention to the abroad ones
3: i ain't got a fucking clue what you're talking about to be honest
2: <laughs> <laughs> we we you know what usually happens in the summer is the players come back from holiday and they start to play games against yeah. um, some opposition yeah uh, to sort of get back up to speed in time for the start of the season, yeah, yeah. Palace did some of those,
3: did they? I saw, I saw a bit of the Singapore <laughs> one.
2: <laughs> oh dear! What's, 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 know, what's, be, what's know, been you keeping you? What's been keeping your attention away from the mighty Eagles?
3: Um, work, uh mythos, Souvlaki. <laughs> Um, no, it's, it's just it's just hard to it's just hard to stay abreast out here, you know. I can't stream anything out here because the the Wi-Fi is you know a bit suspect. Uh, so I'm relying on you lot really, and you've sort of let me down.
2: Oh, well, I mean, I, I went. Saw, to I, saw,
3: I saw Zaha's goal against Montpellier, but for the for fucking love and money, I couldn't I couldn't find any <laughs> any of the other goals on social media. But maybe that's because the you, Zaha goal was so good.
4: Do you mean you haven't paid your extra money to get season ticket plus and all of its amazing benefits
3: and i'm finding it a little bit nervy that i'm trying to share my ticket on friday with my mate jim who might not make it to the game so
2: okay well we can we can get into that um ticket fiasco that is a that has occurred is it going to occur maybe i think a lot of people already kicking off about it this is that you need to have a season ticket plus now which is an extra 50 quid on top of your season ticket to be able to share your season tickets um before last season previous seasons all you did was screen grab the qr code send it to whoever you were sending it to and they would transfer you the money which sounds pretty easy to me but um, palace have made it easier for us by monetizing it and making it extremely difficult to actually <laughs> share the tickets because Unless the game's sold out, they won't actually sell your ticket on, so yeah this is this is where we are we're gonna my theory is this is gonna end up with empty seats every week because I'm every home game without foul, I'm getting rid of at least one ticket that because the my group of people go to games, one of them at least can't make it for whatever reason, and we always have a waiting list of people to take that ticket. And now we have no way of getting it to them unless we want to pay the cub more money. So, Albert, what, how are you part? going to do it then? What are you going to do? Give, uh, maybe the hackers give him your actual login details and then he do can just think, log into your app.
3: Do we think the QR code thing isn't going to work then?
2: It's gone. It if work. you go into your wallet and you have a look, the QR code is gone. I had a look the other
3: day. It was there.
2: No, it went today. So if you go in today, it's all changed and it's gone.
3: so
4: basically
2: don't don't update your ticket yeah but it doesn't matter because that qr code still won't work because they can just refresh the qr code and it would change because it's it's a unique qr code to each game for your ticket so it changed every every week it changed
3: that's
2: okay but then so which means that now the qr code was always there as a backup to being able to scan in if the tapping didn't work, which the tapping often did not work, and you had to scan your QR code. So, if that tapping aspect goes down, what what are they going to do? Send everyone to the box office. <laughs> like, I don't know. It seems ridiculous, but it's going to end up with tickets going to waste all over the shop or people sharing login details, which have caused loads of problems in itself. And I don't know. It's. Um, it's not right. I I get the impression that there might have been some pressure, some external pressure maybe by police or something. I just it's the only thing that makes sense because it's completely seems out of kilter with the whole vibe of everything around the club and what we should be doing. And I, don't know, I feel bad. What like Albert, how are you gonna share this ticket? What are you gonna do? I don't
3: know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh that's Jim's problem in <laughs> the No, I don't know. I guess, I guess I'm going to have to fucking get on the phone and, I mean, is it too late to fucking pay another 50 quid just to let someone else go and not this, let the thing be empty?
2: No, you can... Well, actually, I, I say this. You can do it very quickly online, but that's assuming it fucking works because Yeah. the amount of times I've tried to spend money this fucking summer and I've ended up having to just... Shut it down because it just doesn't. Nothing works on the phone. It's been ridiculous. Um Just yeah, the usual. The know, usual. It's, it's just
3: frustrating. You know, we we all look. We could sit here for an hour talking about it. You know, the the fact that it's football is prohibitively expensive. You know, we're not the biggest club in London. We should be trying to attract new fans as much as we can. We don't have a lot of on the day tickets, whatever you want to call it you know you should be able to just say oh look, look i can't go this weekend here's my ticket you go i you know i get touting's a problem and they people don't want other people making money off you know season tickets whatever but end of the day it's better to have someone in the seat than it is to have fucking an empty seat you know there's how many times we watch other clubs <clears throat> Brighton, and go oh look empty seats you know and mm.
2: It's, it's going to be us. You know,
3: yeah. That's it's, good. Yeah. It's one yeah. thing compared to the other. And in the Premier League, games get moved around. They become week weeknight games, which is just an absolute fucking no-no for me. I just can't get there. Um, So t- to not be able to say to someone, oh, look, are you around? Do you want to go? You know, I've got, I've got a mate that lives fucking 30 seconds from my seat. I could send him the ticket at a moment's notice. And I, I don't want any money for it. You know, yeah, look, just go, you know, you go and watch it. And I can't do it. And it's ridiculous. I think as
4: well, you know, during the pandemic you had all the marketing of like football with fans is nothing and, you know, there's nothing better than a live crowd and live football and all that. That's gone, I mean, we knew it was cynical anyway, but that's gone out the window completely now because it's like, well, you pay for the ticket. So whether there's someone sat in the seat or not, don't really care because you've got the money. And if you want to put someone else in the seat, you have to pay more money. I don't like it. And I guess we'll see with it. How it'll work because I know people this Friday who are like taking or giving their ticket to someone, so we'll see if it works or not. Whether
2: because if it don't work, I'm going to be standing on my own for most of the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't see how it won't work if you give people your login details. So if it's your mates, you can probably give them your login details, they could just log into the app and touch it on your phone, unless. They're limiting the number of IP addresses that you can be logged into. Who knows? No idea. Yeah, so I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um... Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery
1: soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible
0: manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go
1: to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, eighteen plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: But Albert, you're not coming to the game. Hesketh, you are coming to the game on Friday. Um, it seems to have turned around pretty quick this summer. you looking forward to it. Fuck's. It's just gone
3: quiet. I mean that's, that's a whole level a whole other level of negativity Peskiff just refusing to answer
4: I had muted myself that's why I was like oh no what's going wrong thanks for that um, god you're going to have to hear me answer now um, I am looking forward to it I was saying that pre-season's gone by really quickly even though it was a weird like split squad thing at least that sort of meant there were double the amount of games um, but it has been, come around really quickly and you know, I think that we've made some exciting signings. I think the first month of the season is going to be tough, but first game, first game of the season is always a chance to be a bit more optimistic and looking forward to things. So, yeah,
2: be good. Yeah, but you're going to predict a defeat anyway, so <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, I don't know Albert the world's You know, he's in the third world country in Corfu, right? That's is that what you called it?
3: No, didn't say that.
2: <laughs> He's talking about Watford. <laughs> talking about Rickmansworth. Um, <laughs> I was just wondering if you'd noticed that Arsenal have basically been dicking everyone left, right and centre during pre-season, including scoring four goals in the opening 20 minutes against Sevilla the other day.
3: Pre-season doesn't mean anything. Do you know what I mean?
2: It's true. I have been saving some, bookmarking some Arsenal tweets, um, which are talking about how amazing they are. Because <laughs> when we just turn them over on Friday, or at least they don't beat us, um, as it has been for, what was it, one defeat in eight against Arsenal now, Heskiff?
4: Yeah, that's the defeat that I'm clinging on to. <laughs>
2: yeah, so I don't know. It, it, there's a, there's a big feel-good factor around them at the moment, although arguably they should be a little bit more um, discontent with at least one of their players. That's for sure. But um, yes, yeah, that's. Um, I mean, that 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 girl who's been tweeting about him for about a year and a half on Twitter, and all of a sudden, all of her tweets have been brought to the forefront. Is um, scary stuff. A lot of in horrible entitlement as well within the replies on Twitter as well about all that stuff, but let's not get too far into it because we we're, we're gonna do preseason bands, have a laugh instead. Um is he playing, Heskiff? Has he been playing? I don't know. Um I think
4: I mean he ain't been suspended, which was part of the part of the issue, wasn't it? Mm. Um so I don't know. I think that the one thing that has worked out really well for them outside of that is Gabriel Jesus seems to be firing on all cylinders pre season. He's scored loads of goals, which is part for the course. Because I don't like him because he's got annoying eyebrows, <laughs> um, and that's as far oh, that as I'm really concerned a perfectly good reason to dislike someone. Um, but he said, yeah, he seems to be doing really well for them, and I think that that's they've they've sort of missed that. I know Aubameyang uh, uh, scored a lot, but he was obviously a bit p- apparently a bit of a knob um behind the scenes so maybe this is the maybe this is the 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 player that they
2: needed to sort of not be a bang average team anymore. Mm, yeah so Thomas Party did play against Sevilla on the weekend so there you go he is he is still playing for them. um For people into their fantasy football Premier League Jesus is currently in seventy two percent of the teams that have been created which is just like ridiculous it's like more than Salah as you know it's ridiculous I, I can only see him flopping I don't know <laughs> I can't I, I don't know I mean we do like to hand strikers goals on their debuts when it comes against us so it'll, it'll probably get one but hopefully it'll be a consolation that game uh, Albert Yo. do you see any major changes going on the first game of the season, big shocks in formations or anything like that? Or do you think it'd be much of the same from Patrick in the opening game and just um, try and pick up where we left off at the end of last season?
3: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, we've not had any major, major shake-ups to the squad, obviously. We're all uh, we're all very aware that Conor Gallagher's not with us anymore. And, you know, we've signed De Cure who in the... Brief highlights that I've seen looks, you know, a very tidy player. But he also looks a very different player. But, you know, this time last year we didn't have we didn't have a fit Eze, and again, I've only seen little fleeting highlights. But Eze looks like he's he's in the mood, shall we say? So I don't think it's going to be a drastically different side or tactics that we see. Uh, you know, I think it's, it's it's a case of developing and building upon what we did last season, and you know, what we did last season was very impressive. Bearing in mind the amount of new manager the amount of players that we signed the sort of turnover in the squad you know do you know do we want to see anything majorly different and i you know i'd, I'd say no i think we just want to we want to see it carry on and and, and develop over the sort of natural progression
2: mm. yeah for sure and you know just filtering in these new players um we all signed, obviously signed the kid from derby the second kid from derby Heskiff and um mm-hmm. He's he did alright in preseason and enough that Vieira apparently doesn't want to send him out on loan. Can you see him having sort of a bit like Elise last season, cameos and the bench? Yeah, I think so.
4: Like he he's looked good, he's looked good in preseason. As actually, surprisingly, more better than I thought was Luke Planch. he he, he was really good this preseason. Um but now that we've got the extended bench and more subs or whatever Jurgen Klopp wanted. You know, it's going to give more chances, I suppose, to people like Abue to come on and and run at tired defenders. Um, I don't think he's at Elise's level, but that doesn't mean much because Elise's, you know, amazing. Um, But to have players like that that we can bring on and, you know, play fearlessly and sort of not stress out that he's in the Premier League instead of the Championship, I think he'll do really well. And, uh, you know, like I, I agree with Albert. I think you're not going to see too many changes. I think Ebbs in the middle has been working well pre-season. Hopefully that means we'll create a bit more through the middle. Um, I think Decoré is going to be brilliant. He's looked excellent in the games I've seen. Um, you know, the two games I've been to live, QPR and Montpellier, he looked he looked very, very, very good. So I think he's an exciting one. And, you know, I think if you, if you say we're probably going to start with a three of... Corey Ebbs in Schlupp. It's not a
2: bad starting three, you know. Um at Celos on the weekend, were you hurling abuse at the Montpellier players in French?
4: It wasn't really hurling abuse to be honest, it was too tired. But outrageous. I, I could have. That one of the one of the guys was quite I could, funny. I could have I could have. Um, the I could have and they would Monster. have taken. Um there was one of their players, I don't know his name was the eleven with a bleached hair. It was like it was the biggest game of his life and not a friendly because he was like rolling around, going mad, sort of pushed Wilf at one point. Um, I quite enjoyed him, but alas, no swearing from me, I'm afraid.
2: Uh, why were you tired? You'd been to my barbecue before. I'd fed you up with some food, had a couple of beers. You should have been raring to go. That's why I was tired. I'm not used to it,
4: socializing. I'm used to sitting about with my dog. Yeah. Have to talk to people. It's tiring.
2: Um tu es de la Murder is what I would have expected. You are shit. Yeah. Well I did put fucking shit in trans- Google Translate here, but Tesla <laughs> Google sent you. Oh, my, uh, yeah. My my favorite one is always um shit cunt, but oh. that says condom Condomerd.
4: Condamned, yeah. I suppose that's what it would be. Your 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 pronunciation is as French as my pronunciation, so I appreciate it. <laughs> what did you expect it to be? Um, hmm. I don't know. Give it a bit
2: of hon or whatever. Oh, hey, hon, bit of, of Gallic flair, or oh, a bit like when the com- are- the commentators like ooh la 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 la. Yes, exactly.
0: Ooh, la,
3: la, la. Whereas she Albert. Found-
4: <laughs> I'd, I'd expect Albert to sound like the copper from a lower low, for example.
2: <laughs> he's just like, he's, like he's just not even mm-hmm. raising to it, is he? He's just like sat there like, no, he's not. no he knows, he me. knows it's true. New me, it's a new me. <laughs> a new me. <laughs> yes, um, right. We'll get match predictions, and then we'll um, seamlessly go into everyone else's predictions for the season that we didn't miss out earlier, and are now trying to squeeze in. So
4: I do have one question for you guys.
2: Okay, who is going to
4: play up front against Arsenal? Because Edouard started Ma- the last Ma- friendly. Mateta. <laughs> Would you reckon, but
3: Well, considering I've, you know, punted on him for thirteen goals this season, I really fucking hope it's Edouard.
2: <laughs> uh, it will be Mateta because it just will be, won't it? Because he's really mobile once he gets up to speed. Once he's put once he's yeah,
3: up her, you know, they get bullied easily. So, yeah, fuck
2: it. Stick my tatter in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, predictions. Heskib, what are you going for? Got to remember to unmute this time. Um,
4: I think we're going to score. <laughs> three, 3 1 Arsenal. Sorry. Oh, go back on mute for fuck's sake. <laughs>
2: and albert what you got for us something more positive
3: i'm gonna go for a rousing uh 2-2 draw
2: you've stolen mine that's what i was going to go for so i'll i'll go for a 2-1 palace win round this out with a nice little um trio of possible results um so listeners your predictions for the season, thank thank you for everyone who took time out to tweet. We had a f- fair few. Um, trying to look for some outrageous ones. <laughs> Jesus to win the Ballon d'Or. I mean, that is pretty outrageous. Uh, we've
3: been have we been invaded by fucking Arsenal fan TV.
2: Jesus, this um, <laughs> this person's Twitter bio is. Are you, you lucreing for Palace puns that Eze? Sorry, could you do that again? Are you lucreing for Palace Puns that easy? Oh,
3: I see. Yeah, it was the <laughs> <laughs> said we'll forget
2: 12 goals. At <laughs> least and Eze both six assists. And we'll finish sixth. Oh, no, Revised. They've revised Jesus for the Ballon d'Or. We will get six with, the wor- with a worse goal difference than last year. Okay. Um, oh. We've got <laughs> Alente has gone for Zaha 21 goals.
3: Whoa. Oh, sober up.
2: Mm. <laughs> Palace qualify for Europe and will face Wilf in European competition next season.
4: I don't like it. Is this is you. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't even consider Wilf leaving this because I will be heartbroken.
2: <laughs> um, Sam uh, at Edgar TP has gone. Uh, he's, he hasn't given numbers, but Wilf top scorer as 14th and a least say to be sold either this month or in January. I'm digging out all your burner accounts here, Eskiff. I know, yeah. <laughs> Shit, I need to make it a little bit less, less obvious. Um Gary Morris 60 is gone Saha Eze finish 8th and Eze or Saha to score a bicycle kick this season that'd be nice I also saw someone say that Eze would get a score uh, Gay would score a bicycle kick from the halfway line so taking that season I've been
3: partying far too hard this summer <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm, I'm pretty sure the Gay overhead kick was your old
2: man mate oh was it <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. In, well, I mean, he knows know. he knows nothing about football. So, um, just like just like his son, <laughs> uh, Louis Tidy Leicester to get relegated. Oh, I might. Awesome. They might have a terrible season this year. They're just hemorrhaging players and not bringing anyone in. Well, Vardy, I don't know. His, his missus has already suffered some sort of relegation. <laughs> <laughs> after losing to losing to Rooney and court. Um, we've got Hazza here has gone for Brighton to get relegated. The Mateta Army has said Carabao Cup win for Palace. Oh, and J- James Pumba Scott, who used to stand next to me at Palace, has said Eze, Gaye and Mitchell all to be at the World Cup with England. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. Mm. We could imagine that happened and then we won the World Cup. We could be like West Ham and claim claim, <laughs> claim it for ourselves. <laughs> the
4: new academy of football.
2: Yes. Um, lots of We Win Cups coming in. Um, Wolves relegated. Um, Southampton relegated. There's lots of um, people picking out relegations here. Another Brighton one to go down. <laughs> this one, I don't know if this is serious because you can never take. Um, Matt CPFC <laughs> at face value to be honest but Mateta top scorer at least they assist Palace to finish sixth but Brighton to finish fourth
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> a real rollercoaster coaster that
2: one it is a rollercoaster it's like Palace finishing sixth oh amazing we're going to finish above Brighton oh no 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 we're not okay and last but not least Let's see what we've got. Um, oh, no, I've just got... My, my mentions are just flooded with people moaning about tickets. Um, <laughs> so uh, Sheriff has said Palace to finish 11th and Lampard to go uh, and Brighton get relegated last day. That's, um, well. I mean,
3: I'll I'm up that. for all of those.
2: All yeah. of those. Great. I mean, Everton not to get relegated would be... Um, I, I, I think they're going to be in trouble. But we shall see. We shall see. Right. We're going to be back in the flow. We'll be back next week. Who have we got next week? Uh, Liverpool? Liverpool? Liverpool away, I think, is next. Okay, a great start. And we've got Man City in, like, the fourth for fifth game as well. Yep. Lovely. But as Roy, right. as Roy Hodgson said when I saw him in Palmer Airport, a, a few weeks ago,
3: oh.
2: <laughs> you play everyone twice. <laughs> You've got to play everyone twice. Yeah, it's mad. Was the flight. Uh, I, it was, I was like, sat in Costa Coffee in in the in Palmer Airport. And Roy Hodgson He's a
3: fucking right back, doesn't
2: he? <laughs> I don't want to sign him. Yeah, well, if he's a right back, he wouldn't have signed him, would he? Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Allergic to right backs at Palace. Um, but yeah, no, I was sitting in Costa Coffee in Palmer Airport. He just came and sat down next to me. Um, my, my jaw fell into my um, mocha chocolate. <laughs>
3: Wow, that says about more about you than it does about him. <laughs> unfortunately.
2: Uh, lovely man, though. Um, had time for everyone. Got recognised a lot. Flights were delayed, so lots of people coming over and talking to him, and had time for every single person. So fair play to Mister Hodgson.
3: Time for Camarasa so though, did he? To be he, said, he said everyone,
2: all the Watford fans at Cellar. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, that that kind of cut Albert deep. There, he didn't know whether to laugh or cry.
3: Mixed emotions.
2: <laughs> mixed emotions. Uh, too busy hugging. Was it Wilf and Jeff Jeff Schlupp at the end of that game? Brilliant stuff. But um, yeah, so we'll be back next week previewing our trip to Anfield. Well, it's about time we got back to winning ways there, surely. It's been a while after those three wins in a row up there. So who, who knows? Um, and Albert will be back on home turf. Looking forward to, to it. Yes, and um, Heskiff will be well. When you hear the sirens, um, when you hear the sirens in Norbury, you know he's a, he's out and about,
4: getting I tired because I've, I've eaten a, a burger a
2: and at the end terry's. Of August, just to say, you so wait. We need that re reaffirmed.
0: I, I, do, I do
2: have a holiday at the end of August. Okay, forget it. Imagine my shock. Where are you going? This is
3: work, man. This is work. I'm going to Spain. It's a scouting trip. I promise.
2: <laughs> what, what, whereabouts in Spain?
3: Um, a little, a little coastal town called Mahaka. Oh.
2: Which
3: is, which is near, um, sort of halfway between Malaga and Almeria.
2: What is it like? You stand in front of the opposition and sort of slap your arms a bit. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. <laughs> that was dreadful. I'm going to end it there. Please tune in this week. End up for the review show, which will be recorded on Sunday. So ready late Sunday, early Monday. Head over to YouTube uh, where DR has been doing some pre-season stuff, including for BT Sport, a lie detector test with a Brighton fan who claims that only three Palace players would get in the uh, Brighton starting eleven and that Lewis Dunk is better than Mark Gay. So um, if if you want to go and hurl abuse at a Brighton fan, there, there's your outlet. And we'll be back in your ears next Thursday. We're going to try and make a regular Wednesday recording session throughout the season for Saturday and Sunday games. So we'll be ready fresh for you on Thursday next week. And until then, for the first time this season, up the palace.